Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Inspired by a question from one of my amazing patrons, today's episode will be focused around how I deal with injuries, both long-term and short-term ones. I'll also give an update on my past week of training and the league match I played during the weekend. And at the end of the episode, I'll answer a couple of patron questions about how to stay calm and whether or not I'm open to coaching abroad. But before we get to all that, let me let me just thank all of my patrons for their unbelievable support. I appreciate it so much, guys. And remember, all patrons who joins no later than the end of this month will be in with a chance of winning a FZ Forza racket and one of my game-worn t-shirts. 43 patrons at the moment, so your chances of winning are actually quite decent if you join. So go have a look at patreon.com slash if you want to give your support and be in it with a chance of winning. Now, let's get into today's episode. One of my patrons wrote to me and said he had recently teared his ACL and this sparked his interest in hearing more about my injury history and like how I dealt with injuries throughout my playing career. And first of all, I wish you a speedy recovery, but please make sure to not start again too early. I've seen that too many times with injuries like that. People rush to get back before they are 100% again. The difficult part really comes when you no longer like feel pain or weakness yourself. You should know that often it still needs more time after this point in your recovery before you're completely ready to get back on court and, and play freely. So for anyone listening, please make sure to consult a physiotherapist or any other medical professional uh, whenever you get a serious injury and like, get some help in terms of planning your recovery process, even if you are just a recreational player. Okay, let's talk a bit about my injury history. I'd say given I've been playing professionally for, well, something about like 17 years, I've been quite fortunate in terms of avoiding too many long-term injuries, but I've definitely still had my share of unfortunate injuries to keep me sidelined at very frustrating times. A, a very good example was before we won the Thomas Cup in 2016, I had actually always had injury issues leading up to every Thomas Cup prior to that one. I was selected for my first one in 2010, but I had to stay home, didn't play at all because of a bad infection in my leg. In 2012, when I was selected again, I was feeling good until the very day we had to travel there, where my back got completely stuck and I had to postpone my travel for, I think it was three days uh, before I got there to join the team. I never really got back to a a good level uh, before the event was over because of that back issue. In 2014, when I was selected again, I was hardly able to do like any full intensity training in the final month leading up to the uh, the Thomas Cup because of a niggering heel injury. I've also missed out on qualifying for the World Tour Finals in 2016 where I just had to travel to Hong Kong and China and walk on court to qualify for the finals but I wasn't able to do that because of uh, 
appendicitis, which I had the day before I had to leave for uh, for China. And I'm sure there are like many more uh, cases like that. Uh, that I just can't remember all of them uh, right now. These are the ones on, on top of my head. But I've also had like two major injuries uh, during my career. One was like all the way back in 2007 when I had to have surgery on my left knee to remove something called a PVNS tumor. No cancer or anything dangerous in, in this tumor for me, but the, the tumor made my knee swell up quite badly every time I was training hard or if I played matches. It only got worse and worse, so the tumor just had to be uh, removed. I was sidelined for about three or four months, uh, but yeah, I, I think I, I managed that rehabilitation period quite well back then, so I was actually ready to play tournaments rather quickly after returning to, to training on court. During the, the rehabilitation period, I was very focused on doing as much physical work as even possible. So like upper body work, as I didn't have any injuries there, strengthening my right leg, which was completely healthy, doing cardio on a bike as soon as the left knee was okay for this. And also I did quite a bit of swimming actually. I'm not a good swimmer, but it was, it was great training, no doubt. Basically, I was just doing any kind of physical training that was possible with a weak left knee. Apart from that, I also spent quite a bit of time watching video uh, of some of my own matches, mostly, to, just to try and understand my own game uh, in a better way, my strengths, my weaknesses, and so on. And I think it's actually from back then I created this good habit of mine, which is I generally watch a lot of video in my down periods or yeah, even leading up to matches before tournaments and stuff like that. I really got a good habit from back then to, to watch a lot of video. And then I say that like, I also exploited the opportunity uh, to earn a bit of extra money actually during that period. So I was working a few more hours at a sports data company I was part-time uh, employed for at that time. Uh, so that was like a great way to both help my financial situation, but just as much to just kind of get my mind off badminton as it can be incredibly frustrating thinking about it all day long, but not really being able to train and play as much as I wanted to at the time. The other quite serious injury I've dealt with was back in 2015, 2016, when I had a lot of trouble with my right heel. I played through a lot of pain over the most of 2015 as I kept feeling like I couldn't take a break as there was always an important event to play. I was on the top of my career so it was just difficult to give my foot the rest it needed. But at the end of the year 2015 the pain was just so bad that even like walking was a big issue for me so I just had to take a break. There wasn't really any other option, any alternative. So I got an injection in the heel and a very serious rehabilitation program. I had to follow four days a week. And then from there, we just build it up slowly with almost no badminton at the start, only like very light skill sessions and then building up to more and more time on court. But from my memory, at least, I still had about, I think, three months of very little practice on court. Obviously, it was a very frustrating uh, time. Uh, as I had been doing very well, as I said, and I was producing some of my best results leading up to when the heel issue actually started. 
but again i'm i must say i'm i'm very happy with the way i dealt with it and I, how i dealt with it after the point where i realized i had to take a break if i could change something i would probably have taken a break a, a bit earlier to not make this heel issue be as serious as it was but anyway just like the for the rehabilitation process i described before with the other serious injury i did everything i could off court to improve like all the physical training imaginable watch lots of videos both of myself but this time also from the ongoing tournaments but this period i also decided to spend a lot of time working with my sport psychologist so this was an area I really prioritized a lot more than I had ever done before because now I actually had the time to do that. And when I finally got back on court in 2016, I actually turned out to have the best year of my career in terms of results. So I think that is at least some proof that I handled this entire situation quite well. So to wrap up this injury talk, I guess my best advice is to focus on all the things you can actually do to improve. Put your energy there instead of just like feeding the frustration of not being able to play. I'm sure that feeling will be there anyway. That's completely normal, but you can choose to focus mostly on other areas where you can actually make a difference and develop yourself. For me, it also worked well to get my mind off Babinson a bit more forced and often yeah and often uh, which can be in done in a million different ways so just figure out what works best for you guys I just hope like my story here can serve as some sort of inspiration for some of you all right so let me just uh, give you a small recap of the past week for me in training and also the league match I played on Saturday. I promise you guys that I played both mixed doubles and men's singles actually in the team match on Saturday. We played a team called VB, which is probably one of the worst teams in the first division we play in. We also beat them 8-1, so that was a good result. I had to play mixed in the first round with a Scottish girl called the Kiara Torrance. That was a fun experience, no doubt. I love playing mixed doubles. I actually prefer it over men's doubles. Uh, and we, uh, yeah, we were missing our top mixed doubles guy, so I had to fill in for him. And yeah, had a lot of fun. We had a little bit of trouble in the start getting going. I just needed to get back into the uh, the mixed double rhythm. But yeah, I had a lot of fun doing it, and we ended up winning uh, in in straight games. In my singles, I felt very good on court. I played against a young guy called Niki Shaslu Christensen, and to me, it seemed like he had a really tough time following the pace I played in. I started off getting ahead seven love in the first game, and from that point on, I would say I felt very much in control. I felt like he didn't really have the weapons to threaten me from the back, and that obviously made me feel very secure on court, and I could just basically just rally if I if I wanted to. So a very convincing match from, from my side. I think the uh, our home crowd enjoyed it. I, I played well, didn't make a lot of mistakes, and uh, he was definitely fighting hard and uh, trying to make it a, a good match. So I, I think even though I won very convincingly, I think it was a good match for everyone to be part of. So I enjoyed that one, a good team match for me personally, and also a great team match for 
the team won 8-1. We won the first two matches 7-2 and 7-2. So we are right now top of the table, trying to win promotion for the best league. In terms of my training, last week I said I was a bit frustrated about my body not feeling great, my legs feeling a bit heavy, but my coach had convinced me that it will be much better this week as we got closer to Denmark Open. And guess what? He was right. This week I've been feeling much better in my legs. I feel much faster moving around. I actually just yeah, feel good in training, especially when we do all the uh, the drills, the exercises. One thing I haven't been happy with this week is my feeling on court when we play matches. I've been quite frustrated with that actually. It's, it's kind of been like I haven't been able to find the right mindset in, in the match play sessions. I've just been thinking about like too many things instead of just focusing on playing and performing like I've been very harsh on myself if I haven't played well I've been thinking about uh, I should win this one or it's just all, all the consequences all the time instead of just focusing on yeah my own game I've just been uh, yeah very harsh constantly on myself and, and didn't really manage to get into the right state of mind not finding the right level of patience and stuff like that so that that's been a little bit frustrating but the most important thing for me is that my body is feeling good i know if we get to demagoban next week and my body is feeling good it will also be a bit easier for me to get into the right state of mind when we are at the tournament and that's all i need to focus on so i'm not too frustrated about this match play thing of course it annoys me i would like to be training perfectly in every aspect but the most important thing is my legs are feeling great again i'm moving fantastic on court so i am very excited about these last few days of training before we go to Odense for denmark open Let's wrap up this episode with answering a couple of patron questions. First one is from Christoph, who is asking how to stay calm in rallies when your plan is not working out. If you, for example, hit most of your lifts out or shuttles keep going into the net. And this is definitely not an easy, easy thing to do, Christoph. I also lose my ability to stay calm on court when the adrenaline is pumping, but I also go on court always with two or three things to put my main focus on things i'm very convinced will help me perform well so it can be like tactical things or maybe just something about my mindset with which kind of mindset i want to be in what i then try to do is to put focus on any of these two or three things whenever i feel frustrated nervous or anything like that i have been talking about this in some of my previous podcasts I use this technique called the 3R technique. 3R stands for register, release and refocus. So you need to register or realize your focus is on being frustrated or nervous or whatever it is. Then release your focus from it and you do that by focusing on one of the things you've decided before the match is important to you. So register or realize where your focus is release it by refocusing on something else. It sounds, maybe it sounds quite simple, but it is quite hard to do. So you need to practice it in, in training or you can even do it outside of court as well. Learn how to like register where your focus is, release it and refocus on what you want to focus on. 
with this technique you don't try to not feel annoyed nervous or whatever you just put your focus elsewhere you accept the negative feelings they are part of you but you do not give it more attention than what it deserves of course you can have to adjust your plan as well like your tactical plans and stuff like that if you just keep on making mistakes but if you really believe in the two or three things you've set up as the main focus for this match you should also be pretty stubborn in sticking to them and believing your performance will get better and it will begin to work if you just keep at it so i hope that helps christoph if not please send me a message again and i'll try to explain it better final question for today from vivano who wants to know if i'm open to coaching abroad for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and this i can answer pretty quickly i am for sure up for that i'd love to get out and share my knowledge and it's definitely also my plan to do so in the future i do it every now and then here in denmark but as time is very limited as i'm already away from home quite a lot and i need to take care of my training and my body in the down periods where there are no tournaments or league matches it's quite difficult for me to make these kind of arrangements now but for the future especially after i retire next year i'm very open to do projects like these Vivano. so if you or anyone else would like to make any sort of arrangement like that for the future please don't hesitate to get in touch with me i'd love to try and work it out and on the lines of that actually i am currently also considering doing some virtual live coaching sessions or like a coach education inspiration course i'm not very far with these plans but i hope to do this at some point too so i can share my knowledge worldwide even by sitting at home here in denmark i'll of course let you guys know if these plans ever materialize into something real Alright guys and girls that will be it for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode a little bit longer than last time but I also promise you guys that if you have not had enough of listening to my voice today we will also release an episode of the Babington Experience where we are talking to HS Pranoy the men's singles player from India so go check out that one on YouTube. Next time I will come back with this podcast will be from Odense at the Denmark Open. So that will be a bit more interesting, hopefully, with a lot of matches to talk about. So I'm excited about going to Denmark Open. I hope you guys are excited to follow me. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for your support, everyone. I really appreciate it. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Vittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.